Welcome to Through the Bible with Dr. Michelle and Friends. Hi everyone, I am Dr. Michelle Jeremy, and here we are at the beginning of our revelatory journey through the pages of scripture. I am both excited and humbled to lead you through this journey as together we go book by book through the 66 books of the Bible. You know, this amazing book has guided many over the many, many years, and it has also been a source of contention to others. It has been recorded as the best-selling book of all time, but beyond all of that, we receive it as the Word of God, that which is given to us for our instruction, our wisdom, our lives, and our future. This Bible is a remarkable collection of writings. It informs our lives in so many ways, and it is through it that we learn about God, who he is, and the great narrative of the ages. We learn about the story of humanity, the plan that God has for us, why some things don't work out the way we think they do, and why some things do work out the way that we think they should. Listen, all of that is found in this scripture. The deepest questions that we have about purpose and meaning and significance, all of those find, you know, they find their genesis in the Bible. And that which gives our life experience here on earth, its essence is also found in the scripture. So in this journey that we are on, it is a revelatory walk through the scripture. Let me explain to you what that means. You can read the Bible as a book and just get a lot of facts and a lot of knowledge and maybe memorize a few verses and that's it. But that's really not God's design for the Bible. It's not his heart for us. He wants to, to show us his heart, reveal to us his plan and what is in his mind. And he gives us knowledge. He gives us history. He gives accounts through the pages of the scripture. But all of that is to lead us to an encounter. Because the God of the Bible is a real and living God who is still here today with you and with me. And so he wants us to, to walk in a relationship with him with knowledge, but also where, with encounter, where our relationship is dynamic and we're learning how to walk with God every day and we're learning how to be who we were designed to be from the beginning of creation. So this is a revelatory walk where we're going to get knowledge, we're going to get facts, but may it lead us to encounter God's heart and for us to develop a deeper, in, more intimate walk with Jesus every day. One of the things that we're going to aim to do in this study is actually go after the meaning of the text. Now, you can have interpretations and different points of views and different ways of seeing things, but ultimately there is a meaning that God had in mind when he inspired the Bible. And he is conveying that meaning through the words of the scripture and also through the witness of the Holy Spirit. He, the Holy Spirit is the one who makes the scriptures come alive in our lives. And he leads us into truth and guides us by highlighting and leading us into what verses to read at what time. And so we want to go after God's meaning of the text, not just what society says or what's trending on social media, but what was in the heart and the mind of God. 
and it is a journey. But I believe that the Holy Spirit is here to lead us into all truth. This is a beautiful, dynamic journey. It's not static at all. And although we will not be able to read every verse of the Bible in this journey, as we go through, we're, we're depending on God to highlight and make alive in the moments that we have that which is what he wants us to know. So it's going to be a beautiful, dynamic journey that's not supposed to be separate from your walk with God, but it's supposed to become a part of it. All right. Listen, the Bible is God's divine revelation of his plan for humanity, for all of the cosmos and everything that has been created. He is letting us know what's in the divine mind, the divine intelligence, and what it looks like for people who walk with God and for those who don't walk with God. So as we go on this journey, we have this privilege of meeting God in an even more deeper way. My prayer is that we would love the learning, all right? That we would have patience with ourselves, that we would have curiosity, and that we would have boldness to go into the deep things of God, and that we would allow uh, the Lord to do the work that he has in us and through us. And also I pray that we would encounter him in a more deeper way, and that we would not just see this as something to do, but actually something that's going to make our lives better. And I pray that we would be transformed by the renewing of our minds as we go into the pages of scripture and we meet the author who is behind it all, that we ourselves will be transformed. So today, my friends, I'm going to give you a brief overview of this amazing, divinely inspired collection of writings, which we call the Bible. And then I'm going to narrow the focus down bit by bit until we arrive at Genesis, which will be our first book of study. So as we get started, I'm going to share with you some information about the Bible that you may or may not have known. Let's start off with the title. We call it the Bible. And that word actually means book or scroll. Bible is derived from the Latin word Biblia or the Greek ta Biblia. It means the scrolls or the books. So that's where we get the actual title, the Bible. All right. Now, the Bible is comprised of 66 different books. There are different types of writings within these 66 books. We have um, books of law that show us how we are to live and how we are to follow God. Then there are historical books that uh, comment on what is happening at a particular time, a particular place. There are books of poetry like the Psalms and Ecclesiastes that you know, describe man's experience with life. We also have books of prophecy that, through which God speaks to his people. And those are books like Isaiah and Revelation, Jeremiah. We have a couple of biographies that talk about the lives of people, especially Jesus. So in Matthew and John, we see his biography. And we have epistles, which are formal letters. And we see that mostly in the New Testament, where letters are written to a community of people, a community of believers giving instructions or commenting on different things. So all of these types of writings come into these 66 books. 
I must say this, you may have come across a Bible that has more than 66 books, right? And the, the Bible that I'm speaking about is the Protestant Bible, but the other Bibles that have more than 66 books, all of them have these core 66. So these core 66 are common through all the other types. And there's not many, but there are a few others that have a couple more books. So we're gonna stay with the 66 that is the core that forms the Protestant Bible. Now, the Bible actually has one author. It is the divine word of God. It's God inspired and God breathed. And so he is the one who is behind the lives of the people who actually wrote down what he was saying or wrote down what he was doing. So God is the ultimate author. And that's why we can see common threads and we can see things continue through the different books, even though they were written at different times, because there was one divine intelligence behind it all. Now, when it comes down to the people who, who wrote down and recorded the scriptures, there are over 40 traditional contributors, all right? So over 40 traditional contributors who wrote it over a period of 1,500 years. There were some spaces in between, some lags, but the, the main period is 1,500 years where these people wrote down the word of God. That's a long time, okay? Uh, that is why it's important to have a little bit of an understanding of how it all works together for you to see that truly the Bible is an amazing, amazing book. So you may read the Bible in English or Spanish or Mandarin, whatever language you use, but originally the, book, the Bible was written in three languages, Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. All right. Now, one thing that you have to understand about the Bible is we read it in with chapters and verses, but originally uh, that it wasn't written like that. It was written as um, one one portion, one book, and then later on we put in the chapters and verses, just more for for. Um, being practical. You're able to locate where you are and you know how to follow through, right? Now, unfortunately, we do not have the original documents. We don't have the original documents that were for, of every book that was first written. But what we do have is copies of copies of these original documents. And I have to say right away that you can trust these copies because if you understand how they were copied and the system that was put in place to ensure that there were no errors, and if an error was found, that entire book would have been destroyed just to ensure that it was the integrity of the word of God. So what we have is definitely what we are building our lives on because it can be trusted. And you will see there are different translations where they use maybe different English words to match the original Hebrew Greek word, but all of that to say that the word of God is still the word of God, all right? So the other thing you need to know about the Bible is that it doesn't flow in a chronological order. There are some books that show you how to read the Bible in chronological order so you can follow the action of the narrative, uh, but the way it was grouped is for our understanding of like the law or poetry or um, of the prophets. So. It is not in chronological order, but you can read it that way if you so desire. Now, the other thing too to understand is that each book is can be taken as a standalone book. 
it wasn't until much later that all of these books were compiled into one. But originally before you had either the book of Isaiah or the book of Jeremiah, and each one is complete in itself. Each one is complete in itself. But like I said before, it's so beautiful that how you can find traces of one in the other and continuity of themes and of metaphors. It's, it's really, really an amazing thing. Now, let me move on because the Bible is, the Christian Bible is put into two divisions. We have the Old Testament and the New Testament. First Old Testament, which I want to go into a little bit more, is comprised of 39 books and the New Testament is comprised of 27. So the Old Testament is before the birth of Christ and the New Testament is after Jesus is born and all the way to um, when he ascends into heaven again after his death, burial, and resurrection. So the Old Testament really talks about the beginnings of things. It shows us the history of humanity, uh, what happened at the start of all things, and then it goes through the history of a nation called Israel that God called out through a man, Abraham, to do something very special in and through. And so that's what the Old Testament teaches us about. And like I said, the New Testament is about the life of Christ and his new followers and what is to come in the future. All right, so you are you with me? <laughs> yeah. Okay, now in the Bible, there are some main themes that run through the entire Bible. And we definitely see creation. We see evil. We see that there is evil evil in this world and where it came from and what it does to people's hearts, right? And we also see redemption, how God saves, how God draws, how God woos people back to himself and then ultimately redeemed through Jesus Christ. So we see redemption. And another main theme that we see is relationship. God is all about relationship. He desires for his creation to come into his family as children and have right standing with him. That's what Jesus brings to us. So relationship runs through all of the Bible. And how God sees relationship is different from how we see relationship. God will go after the ones that no one wants and bring them in and, and, and love on them and just, you know, just bring them to a place of, of significance where they see their significance in the story of God. God does something supernatural and fantastic through relationship. But the main character, the main theme of the whole Bible is Jesus. The Old Testament um, prophesies about him, foreshadows him, and sets up such a system to reveal why we need him. And then we get to the New Testament, it's all about him and what life with him is like, and it brings us to the end of of Revelation, so when he comes again, what that's all going to be about. So really, Jesus is the central factor of it all. So that's the Bible in a nutshell, all right? There are many more facts, but I'm just sharing a few with you to kind of whet your appetite about this intriguing book. Now we're going to narrow the focus from the entire Bible. We're going to go down to the Old Testament. It's the first half of the Christian Bible. Now, you heard me say before, it is comprised of 39 books going from Genesis to Malachi. The Old Testament, we call the Old Testament in the Christian Bible, it corresponds to the Jewish Bible or Jewish scriptures, which is also called the Tanakh. All right, so we have the 
Old Testament, the Christian Bible, which is half of our book. And then the half of the book is the entirety of the Jewish Bible or the Tanakh. Now, it, it has a, a few differences because in the Tanakh, the Jewish scriptures, there are 22 books instead of 39. And one of the reasons for that is that um, some of the, the, the breakups that we do in the Old Testament, like we separate First and Second Kings, we separate First um, and Second Chronicles, we separate Ezra and Nehemiah, the Jewish Bible keeps together. So there are 22 books in the Jewish scriptures or the Tanakh and 39 in our Old Testament. Now the main groupings that come from the, the Old Testament or the Jewish Tanakh is law, prophets, and writings. There are some slight variations depending on who you read, right? But generally these are the three main groupings, law, prophets, and writings. So the law, we have Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. We have the prophets. We have the Isaiah and the, um, the Joshua, and we have the Jeremiah and the Ezekiel. Then we have the writings, which includes the Psalms and Proverbs, Lamentations, Song of Solomon, all of that. That includes some records, some historical records in there as well. So three main groupings of the Old Testament, the law, the prophets, and the writings, okay? Well, the Old Testament talks about creation. I'll say it again, creation, our history, the history of the patriarchs, which you're going to learn a little bit more about later on, and the journey of Israel from their exodus out of Egypt and their formation as a nation and all the different things that happen. And it also includes the prophets who spoke for God, what they were saying. Okay, so all of this comes together. We, we understand that this can be taken as the word of God because it, there was such a high um, preservation of the scriptures. It, it was extremely careful how they did it so that we know what the Lord is saying to us. And also another thing about the Old Testament, but specifically, uh, you know, the Bible on a whole is that there are a lot of incidences or evidences of different things that happen in the Bible being referenced in other secular history books. So it shows us that yes, the Bible included real people <laughs> who lived in real time, who did real things, okay? So the Bible truly has a lot of history in it that can be substantiated by other books in um, secular history. That's good to know. In the Old Testament, we see the themes of creation. We see the themes of redemption, of course. We see the theme of relationship. And we also, once again, see Jesus. There are a lot of um, quotes about Jesus, a lot of prophecies. And even when he comes, he speaks about the prophecies about him in the Old Testament. He came to fulfill everything that was written in the law and the prophets and the Psalms concerning him. So. Jesus quoted the Old Testament. He knew the Old Testament, and it's important for us to know it as well. Let's narrow down a little bit more. So we went from the Bible, the whole Bible, all 66 books. Then we went to the Old Testament, right, the 39 books. And now I'm going to bring you to the first five books. So the first five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, they have a special grouping of them their own, 
All right. And you may know it by different things. Some people call them the books of Moses or the law of Moses. Uh, there is the name, the Pentateuch, right, which means five book work. So just letting you know that's five book, uh, five book work. And then there's also the Torah, which is the Hebrew word for law. So if you know about anything about Jewish, Jewish faith and the Jewish experience of life, the Torah is, is so important. So within the Bible, you have the Old Testament. Within the Old Testament, you have the first five books. Within the, um, the Jewish scriptures, which is the Tanakh, within that you have the Torah, which is the first five books. So Law of Moses, Books of Moses, or the Torah is the first five books of the scriptures. Now, the author, we, we said already, divinely inspired, but tradition takes it as Moses writing it. It may include, you know, the contributions of others, because when it talks about Moses' death, we don't think he wrote that. Uh, but overall, it's written by Moses. And the story that is in the Pentateuch or the Torah, it, it shows us our history as a people and also the beginnings of the, the people of Israel. And all of that is important because the story of us, the story of Christian people, connects to that story. You cannot really understand the significance of Jesus or the, the weight of what he did and this life in Christ if you do not really have a grasp on what happened in the first five books, the Torah, because it, it just sets it sets the foundation of all things. And the actual word Torah means law, right? So it lets us know that there is going to be a, a prescription of how the people of God are supposed to live, to live different from the world. And there's a reason why God calls the, his people to live different from the world, because ultimately the world is not really going towards God's will. The, it, people are in their hearts um, following evil most of the time because of the original sin, which we're going to get into in Genesis. Uh, but just to let you know this, there is a way that the people of God are supposed to live. And he starts to outline that in the Torah and that leads up to what Jesus did and the power behind what Jesus did and how that brings liberty to all of his disciples. So in the Torah, we see the relationship that God has with humanity and then specifically with Israel. It's, it's really a beautiful, beautiful relationship. And it shows us humanity, right? It'll surprise you at times what we're capable of, but it shows you who met humanity and then it shows you, oh, it shows you the heart of God, the plan of God. We're going to narrow down one more time. I've got about two more minutes just to share with you about the first book of the Torah, the first book of the Bible. So if you're following me, we went from the entire Bible, all six, six books. Then we went to the Old Testament, 39 books, spoke a little bit about that. Then I went down to the first five books, right, which is we call the Law of Moses or the Torah. And then now I'm going to take you to the first book, the first book of the Bible, and that is Genesis. And it is the first book, but it is not the longest book. It is actually the second longest book of the Bible, coming in at 50 uh, chapters, uh, two chapters behind Jeremiah, which we'll talk about in another uh, lesson. 
but it is the book that is all about beginnings. It is all about the plan of God, the purposes of God, the plan of humanity, and what he had in mind for us. So that's why Genesis is so important. It is a story of humanity, and it is the history of Israel beginning. And um, it is foundational to our understanding of who we are <laughs> and what we're here to do. It is foundational to all of that. And we get to see God's uh, heart for us. We get to see relationships with God, what they that looks like. And we get to see what walking with God actually contains, okay? So all of that is in this book of Genesis. We're going to look at some main themes of covenant. That's a huge theme in the scripture that talks about pro the promise, a deep, significant promise that God makes with people. And that it forms and shapes our relationship with him. So we got to know what God has promised and what we need to do in that promise and in our side of the, of the agreement so that we know what that relationship is supposed to look like. So we're going to talk about covenant. We're going to look at blessing, how God blesses his people. What does the blessing of God entail? We're going to look at some records. Uh, who are the characters of Genesis and who, who begat who and who gave birth to who and how does that flow in, in the whole overarching story? And we're going to look uh, at promised land. And that's, that's an important one because in this story, the people of God move a little bit. There's some travel involved because they're all traveling to a specific place. So God is a God of blessing. He's a God of covenant. And in the book of Genesis, we're going to start that journey with all of that and what that means to us. We're going to look at creation. We're going to look at history. Um, the patriarchs, all of that come together. And we're going to meet God. My prayer is that we meet God in the pages of the scripture. So listen, I, I, I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to delve into Genesis and just to share God's word for you. I expect to be blown away. I've, I've read Genesis before, but every time you go back to it, it's just like, God, you're just, look at you, Jesus. Look at you, God. Look how amazing you are. And then it also informs our identity as how special we are to God and what our highest potential really is. And it, it, it brings significance and meaning to our lives. So I want to stop there for today as we, I have given you a brief overview of the Bible, the Old Testament, the first five books of the Old Testament, and Genesis. And when we come back next week, we're going to start off with Genesis 1 and go through some chapters and, and see our beautiful foundations, our beautiful origins and what was in God's heart and mind when he created us. That, my friend, changes everything. So as you go, I bless you. Thank you for spending this time with me. You know, set your alarm coming back next week, Tuesday, to share more of Through the Bible. And as we get on this journey, know that you can make it. You can make it because he who began the good work will complete it. He will give us the grace to go through his scripture, encounter his heart, and see our lives transformed. Don't forget to share the videos. Invite other people on this journey with you, and let's get walking through the pages of scripture. Dr. Michelle signing out for this week. Can't wait to see you next week. Have a wonderful day.